That's right, we are back. Eric and Van, once again, for Between Two Trains, we took a hiatus of about a year. Eric? Blame it on COVID. COVID, we'll blame it on COVID. But we are back and we've got an all new format. We got great guests coming up and we got some fun games we're gonna play. And uh, we are in this really cool dance studio. So why don't I turn it over and let our guest introduce herself and tell us what her name and company is. Thanks, Van and Eric. Thanks for having me. I'm Laura Hamm. I'm the founder of Balance Dance, which is a new studio that opened here in Chambly in September. We offer classes in creative movement, jazz, hip-hop, and ballet for kids as young as 18 months old all the way up through adults. Nice, nice. And so um, you're located in Chambly, and the address is? We're at La Venture Drive at a studio called Atma Dance. And um, it's really been a fabulous way for us to launch this business because we're, we're renting the space from Atma that does adult salsa lessons in the evenings. But because we're a studio that focuses mostly on younger children, we need it in the mornings for preschool classes or right after elementary school hours. And so we rent the space from them. And then just as we finish the day, then the adults come in with their beautiful high heel shoes and start their salsa. Nice. Have you participated in this also? I have not. I, uh, my background is mostly in, in ballet, so point shoes are a little more my thing. But as I watch, I'm just in awe of how amazing they can move their hips. So tell me, how did this idea start, the focus on such a young age group? I mean, I don't think I even was walking until like 15 months as a kid. Sure, sure. Well, dance has always been a big part of my life. I started taking a class called Tap and Tumble when I was two or three, and um, it just really has made me who I am. I danced all the way through college, um, and then after college, got a stress fracture in my foot, ended up staying and getting my degree um, in marketing, arts administration, and an MBA. And so um, then moved down here to, to dance with the Georgia Ballet. After a while, decided I uh, got a herniated disc. So it, oh, was, no. it was time to say, let's hang up the point shoes and, and use those business skills a little bit. And then I transitioned into fundraising. We worked with a company called Cox Curry for 16 years and did um, fundraising for nonprofits all around Atlanta. And during COVID, I just started to feel like it was tugging at my heart that it was time to get back in the dance studio. And I, before in the evenings, had taught at various places, at Atlanta Ballet and others. But I thought, this time around, I really want to open a space that's right here in, in my backyard. Um, there, there really isn't dance options um, for, in Brookhaven or Chambly. And I thought, rather than keep driving my daughter 45 minutes to get to a studio that her class is in 45 minutes, I thought, why not just open something right here in our backyard where we can have quality training for kids um, and their moms and dads don't have to drive as far. So that's where the idea started. And um, after just talking to lots and lots of parents, it feels like everyone's looking for something for little kids to get that energy out. Yeah. And obviously, when they're 18 months old and two, we're not doing a lot of ballet. It's more creative movement. So you started at Tap and Tumble? I did. I was when I was little. Van, that sounds like if you and I opened a bar, I think we'd tell it. <laughs> yeah, it. that's a great name for a bar. Isn't it? Yeah. Can we put a bar here in the studio? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think there's plenty of space. <laughs> so how, how, I'm curious, because right, so you were a professional, you worked, uh, you said you were on the uh, Atlanta Ballet? I, I taught at Atlanta yeah. Ballet and I danced with the Georgia Ballet. Georgia Ballet. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you were a professional dancer. How bummed were you when you had the herniated disc and set up my, I mean, I feel like, you know, Eric yeah. was a, a football star, baseball star, you know, I don't know right. that he could go out there and 
play with the big boys today, but uh, you know, it's always when a, when an athlete gets hurt and then their career is done, it's right. like, all right, you know, now what? Right. I was the little snowflake in the nutcracker that jumped up in a performance and then crawled off stage. And I knew right away that that was pretty much the end of it. I, I was, I think really lucky that I had finished college and actually in a way it was good. I had that injury my senior year cause I had stayed to get some of those business skills it certainly was devastating, but I hate to say this. I mean, at the age of 23, 24, my body was really tired. It was hurting. I had a lot of tendonitis. I mean, your dance career um, can be short. So it, it was really sad and devastating, but in a way I thought, well, now it's time to just move on to some other skill set. And you can still stay involved by taking classes and teaching. So that's kind of how I still still stayed around in the dance world. So you were you were you came up learning the, I'll call it the classics. Yes. Ballet. Um, today, it seems to be more of a different culture in the dance world. Well, TikTok certainly has changed. I was going to ask about <laughs> TikTok. It's certainly changed what people are aware of. Absolutely. I mean, when I was growing up, it was definitely you would always take classical ballet, but then you'd add to that so that you're a well-rounded dancer. You would do modern, which now they a lot of times call contemporary, which is what you do with bare feet, um, or jazz. Now it's, there's definitely been more of a transition into introducing kids to hip-hop and TikTok because they see it, and it's, it's a lot of fun. And that's what dance should be. Van, if you hearken back to your middle school dance days, um, I bet they look pretty different than what the dance days today look like. My middle school dance days? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know that I had middle school dance not, days. Did you not go? Were you? Man, come on now. I feel like my middle school dance days was like step to the right, uh, sway yeah. to the left, it was more sway of a to the right. Cotillion class, right? Yeah. You're doing your basic kind of foxtrot or square dance. I don't, I was, I was pretty shy. I don't think I went to a middle school dance. High school, yeah, middle school, I don't think so. All right, so we're going to get to a game in a second. Before we do, um, I wanted to ask one question about, since you're bringing on young kids, about networking with other businesses in that arena. So, for example, we interviewed a long time ago, um, on the show, uh, two women who started a company in downtown Chambly called the Bunny Hive, mm -hmm. where it's like a mommy and and kid type of thing. Are you familiar with the Bunny I Hive? I am. Yeah. Okay. I've so by I'm it many curious. Times. Yeah, I'm curious if you do any of that. If that's a way, maybe you get some potential referrals and that's and an partner. excellent suggestion. And then I need to reach out more. I feel like we. I've been feeling like I've been drinking from a fire hose since we opened in September, trying to just grow. We've done a lot of advertising on Facebook. I've done a lot of connections with the schools to try to build you know, build awareness, Huntley Hills, Montgomery, Ashford Park, St. Martin's, OLA, where you know, I'll say, for your silent auction, here's a gift certificate, and then people kind of say, balance dance, oh wow, we've heard about that, let's come check it out. There's a karate um, school right across the parking lot that we've kind of partnered up just, just to be aware, because I think kids yeah. at this age, they want to try different things. Yeah. I have a lot who come in and they take ballet for a semester and then they say, well, now let me, let me try jazz. And I think that's the beauty of it is that you can try different things. Well, I'm glad that you're partnering with those organizations. And after the show, I'm going to hit you up for the, the High School Blue and Gold Foundation. They got their fundraiser coming up, a silent auction. And sure. maybe we can get a package of things that people can bid on to come to your studio. She knows how to fundraise. Okay, well, there you go. No, there you I'd go. Love, you, love need, to chat. you need to join the Blue and Gold Foundation. 
So we've got a new segment, Eric, that we're going to try out. Tell me about it. All right. We're going to call it Plead the Fifth. Plead. And it's from our new sponsor, Carter Law Group. Uh, David Carter, lawyer extraordinaire, is going to come on the phone. We are going... The judge. We are going to bring him on the Between Two Trains hotline. So let's see if we can't dial him up and get him on here for our uh, uh, Plead the Fifth segment. And to those of you that need any legal advice, please reach out to Carter Law for your legal advice. I think, do, do we have Mr. Carter on the phone? Hey, good afternoon. Is that the proper title? Mr. Carter? Yeah. Yeah, I sure. think it's Mr. Carter. Okay. So, so uh, David, uh, thank you for being a sponsor of Between Two Trains, Carter Law Group. Uh, if anyone needs... Um, services for from a fantastic top-notch lawyer you can reach out to carter law group and uh david um we are going to play our plead the fifth game so um i'm going to turn it over to you and let you ask laura some questions and uh, see if she wants to plead the fifth or whether she wants to answer those questions uh, and All I'll right, try my best. My, my dad is a retired attorney. My brother's an attorney. My sister-in-law's uh -oh. an attorney. My grandfather was an attorney. I come from a long uh -oh. line. Uh -oh. um, so I, I, I've listened to a lot of attorneys over the years, and I hope I have the right answers. She knows her rights, David. <laughs> wow. So the gauntlet is thrown. They, they, they were all a little disappointed when I didn't go to law school and instead pursued a Bachelor of Fine Arts in Ballet. That was a little disappointing, I think. I gotcha. All right, David, it's all you. All right. Okay, so you run a dance studio, is that correct? That's right. All right, and it caters to uh, mostly children, is that correct? That's right. It's called Balance Dance, and um, we've got students 18 months old all the way up through adults. And you do traditional ballet as well as hip-hop and jazz? Yep, exactly. And the kids listen to you all the time, right? <laughs> <laughs> Some of the time, most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, the kids are all friendly and enthusiastic, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I love, I call them all my tiny little dancers. And you enjoy teaching them, right? Yes, of course. But the, some are kind of difficult, right? Uh-oh, I can see where this is going. I might have to plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have another couple questions. Hold on, hold on. We need some All applause right. for that. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. The crowd goes wild. I will say that on Saturdays, I teach four classes. And by the time I go home, I have to take a nap because... You're, you're ready to hit the they, nap and stumble. They, they wear me out a little bit. <laughs> they are adorable, but it's a lot of energy. Oh, my gosh. It is. You ready for the next set of questions? I'm ready. All right. Wait, wait, wait. I have so, a question. David, does she get, she yeah. can plead the fifth more than once? I thought you could only do that once. No, she can plead the fifth as much as she wants. Oh, okay. See, see, that's why I'm a financial planner and David's a lawyer, because I don't understand these things. Yeah. That's not double jeopardy. That's not, oh, double jeopardy is what I'm thinking <laughs> not of. Not okay. double jeopardy. Okay. That's correct. That's correct. All right. So you teach uh, traditional ballet, is that correct? Yes. Okay. And are you classically trained in ballet? I am. Do you ever practice ballet when no one else is in the studio? Um, of course, yes. 
I've got to keep myself in shape so I'm ready to teach them. I got it. Does your studio have like the big wall of mirrors? We have a huge yeah. wall of yeah, mirrors. Yeah, we're looking at it right now, Dave. We've got a great wall of mirrors. We've got our portable bars that we can pull out for our ballet classes. Uh-huh. Do you ever do the kid and play in the mirror in the evening by yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Admit it. <laughs> we know you do. <laughs> How about a Tootsie Roll? Do you do the Tootsie Roll? <laughs> Um, I don't think I'm that coordinated, but I'll say I played the fifth. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all the lines of questions that I had for you. Thanks, Dave. We appreciate you coming on. And again, to our listeners, if you need a top-notch lawyer, reach out to Carter Law Group. David Carter's the best in the business. One quick thing, though. I, oh, I, oh, I will she, say. She, you have a plead the fifth for David? Well, I've got she a question for him. Oh, here we, go. here we go. I got a question for him. So I've got 115 students. And three of them are boys. The rest are beautiful young ladies. But I'm always looking for more boys. David, are you wanting to come take a class sometime? You know, I have been thinking that my running man has gotten a little rusty (laughs) over the years. So I may have to come do that. Perfect. I I think you'd need to send your 14-year-old. Send Jack. Tell Jack yes, he sir, needs to take some dance class. lessons. We just opened a class for ages 12 and above. Oh, and we really go. need, we need some 14-year-olds. We, we need a boy. Dave, Dave, Jack I may be making, Jack, Jack may be making the bed and asking if he can mow the lawn. <laughs> a lot of football players have taken dance. Good for flexibility. It really is. I, can, I should point that out to him. That's a good point. I can tell you as a former punter, uh, I've, I've taken my yoga there you go. classes. I wish they offered dance classes. That would have helped me uh, for the post-game festivities <laughs> and later in life at my, at my <laughs> wedding reception. <laughs> we, we're not going to cool. go past the wedding reception. Instead of, instead of laying on the ground and doing the cockroach, the dead bug on my back, <laughs> swimming like a dog in water upside down. Well, David, thanks for coming on, and we will see you at the next episode of Between Two Trains. You have a good one. Thank you all for having me. Have a great day. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. All right, so that's Plead the Fifth. That's our a first, good game. Our first Plead the Fifth. I thought we would call him Your Honor. I thought it was, is there any formal? So, yeah, all right, so just so you know, I mean, I didn't want to do it on with him on the phone. David is also a municipal judge. Oh, and that so, good. but I, I think he feels a little uncomfortable, and you know, we, uh, could, we could get him in since here. since the Carter Law Group is the one sponsoring the show. I figured let's just treat him as oh, a lawyer. At the end of his signature, is he a, is he a JD or a yeah. Esquire? I think he's an Esquire. Oh, Esquire! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fancy. Yeah. ESQ. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sounds like the new Xfinity car model. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of years in school. Infinity. All right. So you said you're up to like. 100 plus, 150 yeah, kids. Yeah, we're very excited. So, and I'm looking at this space, and it's a big space, but, you know, what's the next step? You're, you're sort of subleasing space um, under this uh, salsa studio right. for adults when they don't need it. At what point do you say, hey, I've got to pull the trigger and go get my own? Well, I'm working with an agent to look around Shambly. Would love to find a space here or, you know, right on the edge with Brookhaven because we have one studio space, as you can see, and... I definitely can see on Saturdays. If I had two spaces, I could have two classes running at the same time. A lot of times I've got parents with siblings that they come at, you know, 9 o'clock for one kid's class and then they stay for the other kid's class at 9.45. I would love to expand. Also would like to have more space to do a little bit more of kind of some tumble and play, kind of like more little gymnastics for younger kids. 
Um, the other thing about this space, which is fabulous, it's so big and open, but there is uh, not a wall between the lobby and the studio, which is yeah. fabulous for salsa dancing and having parties. It is not the best when you're trying to teach kids who you know struggle sometimes with focus if they can see their mom right. um, or caregiver. So there's just there's pros and cons to the yeah. space, um, but this has been a really fabulous way to get started, and the feedback's been great from all the families because you know. We, we really focus on, um, at this point, more of a recreational track. If you want to come to dance once a week, this is the place for you. I'd love to, once I'm in my own space and I have a little more studio space, have a recreational track and then more of like a pre-professional track so kids could kind of pick. Is this something I want to do three days a week after school? Great, you go, the, you go take these classes. Or is this something I want to do once a week and just you know, have fun with my friends? Then you stay in your recreational track. I think, you know, kids are busy. That's one reason we're called balance. You, you need balance to do dance, but you also need balance yeah. in your life. Yeah. And I want them to be able to find what they love. And if they want to do sports and dance, there's a space for you here. And hopefully we can grow and have a space for you too. That if you want to grow and eventually go into Atlanta Ballet's pre-professional program, you can make that leap. Yeah. It's been amazing to me how, how many uh, sports activities just it took so much of a haircut during COVID. Mm -hmm. um, and these kids, you know, I can't imagine missing a year of my, my childhood. Right. Um, do you find that, that you really have to push and encourage parents to be comfortable with, with their kids, or are they just is there pent-up demand? They are ready to get out of the house. They are ready. Now, definitely when we were in the fall, um, everyone was really concerned about what are your COVID protocols, and you know, masks were required. We, we try to keep our classes at 12 students so we can kind of social distance. We try to wash our hands, all those important things. But parents are like, they just need to get out of the house. Mm -hmm. um, there's just so many kids that have, yeah, like you said, they've missed out on some some of those important things about socializing and even coordination. I'll see some kids that I'm like, usually you'd be skipping at preschool, but if you didn't go to preschool for a year, you might not have practiced skipping. Right. So I'm finding some four and five-year-olds, they haven't done that yet. I'm like, all right, now's your chance to do it. I had a kid the other day that had never done the hokey pokey. Because again, that's something you tend to do at preschool or daycare, but if you've been home for you know, all of your life when you're two and three, you've missed out on it. So it's been really fun to see their faces light up when I'm exposing them to things that are very age appropriate, but they haven't done them yet. Yeah. Do you feel, you're, so you're on the edge of looking for a space, you're less than six months old, so you still remember what it was like to start. Did you feel like you were on the edge of a cliff starting this business? And then do you feel like you're sort of on another cliff going further, becoming your own uh, uh, tenant? Absolutely. I, I, I lose a lot of sleep at night, yeah. but I also have faith and, 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 you know, I'm a religious person. I've been following my heart and my gut and prayers and just saying, you know, if this doesn't feel right, then I'm not going to do that. And I did have a space opportunity last summer, but I thought, what if my performer doesn't work out? I, I don't know if I can float that much rent. And so that's where I walked away from that because I just had too much concerns and then found this. And I think this was a much smoother, safer way financially to get started. Um, but no, I, I worry a lot. Like this spring is our very first recital. So I've learned a lot about, we need to order costumes and find a theater and I'll do all these exciting things that every dance studio does, but it's, it's our first time doing it here at Balance Dance. Um, but we're excited and, and the parents have just been nothing but supportive. Are you still balancing your, your uh, previous career uh, uh, responsibilities with this new? That's industry? a great question. Yesterday was actually the, my official day of turning in my laptop. Oh, wow. to my old company and it, it's an office that was located downtown I had not driven downtown in a long time because we've been zooming um, and I officially stopped client work and so it really does feel like a little bit bittersweet because yeah. I've done that for 16 years and I've loved helping nonprofits and I love driving around Atlanta and seeing oh I helped that school rebuild or I helped that boys and girls club build that club 
Um, but my heart and my head are so happy now. I really feel like it was time to kind of close that chapter and open a new one. I was preparing you for this. Um, Definitely. Well, but, congratulations. Yeah, well, you used the word just a second ago, performa, and now you're starting to talk my language with financial <laughs> planning yeah. and, and that. And I love the fact that you had this side hustle, this dance studio as a side hustle. You still had your regular gig. Mm -hmm. But now the side hustle is turned into your full-time job. Yes. And so let's talk a second about the business itself and, you know, how it works. You know, all right, I've got a 15-year-old. I want him to come, you know, take some lessons. What's the structure? Am I buying, you know, one lesson at a time? Are there packages? Yeah, I love you that you asked that question. So I get a lot of um, phone calls and people reach out. Our website's balanceatl.com. And they look at our class schedule and say, you know, I, I don't know if I'm ready, ready to jump in. Can we come to a trial? And I say to everyone, absolutely, free trial. Come do a class. Look at the schedule. Come to one that fits with, with your dance style you're looking for, for your age. Come in your bare feet and your leggings. You know, give this a try. And if you love it, then I can give you all the information about enrolling. Um, most of our classes are 45 minutes. They meet once a week. Those are $75 a month. Other classes go up to $85 a month, depending on if they're a little longer. Um, you can, you know... Wait, 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 $75 a month and I get four sessions? You get four sessions? classes, yes. That's a great value. And it's a lot of one-on-one -on -one because I do cap classes at 12 students. I think that's important right now during okay. COVID especially. But I'm, I'm launching a new class next week that I'm excited to give it a try. It's called Twirling Toddlers. And that's the one for the 18 months to three years. And I think those parents are, are even less um, ready to commit. And so with that one, I'm trying a class card. Where okay. for $75, you buy a card, and it's for four classes. Come anytime you want over eight weeks. Because I do think as, as families are dealing with illness or other yeah. commitments, they need a little flexibility. I think that works great for my younger ones. Yeah. The older ones, when we have a recital coming up, I need to see you each week to sure. be sure you're committed and that we're ready. Right, and on the business side, I need to know, do I have a revenue stream here so right. I can pay my teachers and pay my rent? Right. Um, but I, I think we're at a price point where really everybody is, is welcome, can hopefully find a way in. And we do have some um, partial scholarship opportunities. Recital. So yes. you, you build up to a recital. That's For right. those who aren't familiar with that terminology, what does that mean? It is a lot of tutus on a stage. A lot of sequins and tutus. What do what the boys wear? The boys, well, they tend to just wear... Just tights? Well... Seer sucker. A lot of times I say just just wear black <laughs> pants. Seer <laughs> sucker. Welcome to the South. <laughs> they need a monogram shirt then, right? Um, no, the boys will do a, a shirt that's the same color of whatever the girls are wearing, okay. and we're figuring right. that out as we go. But no, it's a chance for you know for them to learn about a three-minute dance that they come on stage with their classmates, and we're going to be at the St. Pius the Tenth Theater. It's a gorgeous space. I'm so grateful to have um, their willingness to work with me, and each class will come out and do the dance for their parents that they've been working on the last few minutes of class um, during the spring months. And um, you know these kids, they just shine when you put them on stage. They have so much confidence, and, and that's what I love about dance, is that, as you can tell, I have no problem talking to anybody, and I think part of that is because dance has taught me how to just stand up and, and have self-confidence, work hard, feel prepared, and then show the world what you got. And I think those skills transfer from the dance studio into the boardroom, the office, wherever these kids end up. Van, I love that. I mean, as an athlete, right, you're practicing, but you're preparing for a game day, mm -hmm. some sort of execution point and I don't know about you Van but in my business life and, and dealings that's sort of how that cadence goes too. you prepare for a meeting Absolutely. and then it's time to have the meeting and then you probably review the results of the meeting 
Afterwards, yep. And you work as a team a lot. And I think some people think, yeah. well, dance isn't a team sport. And so much of what we do in business, you do work in a group. You work in a team. Um, when you're out there on a dance floor, whether you're in class or actually performing in a dance in a recital, you need to know where to go, moving right to the left, know, knowing where your friends are, spatial awareness. You have to work as a team or else you're going to collide with each other. Uh, not only will it not look good, but it's not safe. So they always work together as a team in these classes. That's really cool. So what, what schools are you partnering with right now? In case we have any listeners with students at those schools and they can fast track their attention. Sure, and I, and I hope to you know, expand the list. But definitely we look at kind of a radius around this studio because I want to say, get, get here in 15 minutes or less. And that's hard to do in Atlanta, but I think you can do that right where we're located. We're close to Huntley Hills. We've got kids from Chambly Middle. Don't have Chambly High yet, but would love to add into high schools. Um, several students from OLA, St. Martin's, Astrid Park, Montgomery Elementary. I think that kind of covers right around no, this area. None from Dresden Elementary? I don't at the moment. Okay. But again, would love to keep expanding and meeting new yeah, faces. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think a way you could get in with uh, the high school, because you mentioned you don't have any from Chambly High, is uh, you mentioned doing your recital at St. Pius, yeah. and that's great that they've partnered. A little bit easier to deal with a private school like that to do stuff mm -hmm. when you say, hey, can I, because Chambly High has a, a wonderful auditorium. Yeah. Uh, you know, the new building, and if you've never been in there, it's just absolutely beautiful. And the, when the band plays, I'm just blown away. But, you know, if you did one there, you know, maybe some of the kids will be like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm interested, because now you're there in the building absolutely. doing your recital. But the problem is now you have to go through DeKalb County. It's a little get, trickier. We're, a little trickier. And, and St. Pius worked out just perfectly. Yeah. I felt like I had made 25 phone calls to 25 different schools and theaters and churches, and there was a, a parent of mine they, on Saturday mornings that said, if you're looking through a theater, I can Saint, help you out. Saint and Pius, I was yeah. so grateful because it's, it's yeah. going to be a great space for our kids to show all they've worked on. Yeah. Man, is Shambly going to get a performing arts center? The, the, the city of Shambly? Yeah. Well, there's been discussions, and the master plan calls for... Um, you know, various uh, theater space. Mm -hmm. um, nothing is confirmed or firm right now. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, th I think you'll see that in Chambly at some point. I love what the uh, City Springs Theater, what they've done in Sandy beautiful. Springs. It's a beautiful yeah, theater, yeah. and it, I think it's rented yeah. a lot. Yeah. And, you know, now around it, there's all these restaurants and everything yeah. that have come. It really Sh brings. Chambly's problem is space. We, sure. we're, we just so packed in. We're between just, two trains. <laughs> we are between two trains, no doubt. Well, I'm looking for space in Chambly, and it's really hard it to is. find. It is. It is. And so any of our real estate agents that are out there listening to this, come on by, see Laura, if she doesn't have a real estate agent already. Maybe you have some space that you can tell her real estate agent about. So but we're, we're, we're developing a younger generation of, um, of residents, people in the community mm -hmm. who could benefit from a performing arts theater and other uh, competitor cities, yeah. Sandy Springs, Johns Creek did a performing arts center, you know. Well, for your Maybe. business, I think it's, uh, Shambly's a perfect place because, you know, I've, I've been in, in the area my whole life. I've been in Huntley Hills for 22 years now, and I can tell you the neighborhood of Huntley Hills has gotten so much younger than when I first moved in. Right. Um, you know, I was the young one 22 years ago, and now, you know, Eric just had a child last year, and so you're getting more and more families with those little kids, and when they become 
18 months, two years. Exactly. I mean, you know. that's, we're 10 minutes from Huntley Hills, 10 minutes from Ashford Park, which I just, it blows me away how Ashford Park, just every time I drive there, yeah. it's another new house. It's another family pushing yeah. a stroller down the street. Yeah, yeah. We're just thriving, and, and it's great to see at our schools and, and in the dance studio. It's a good place to be. Shambly's the center of the universe. <laughs> well, we are almost out of time, so Eric, any final questions for Anything you haven't learned yet about this fabulous space. I just think there's a huge opportunity for Laura to be an absolute TikTok creep and start <laughs> DMing, you know, uh, directly. Just the I, I link, think, just the link to the website. I think Eric's got a secret TikTok account that we don't know I, I about. I think he's he telling keeps us bringing that, that up. he's been working on a solo that he'd like to show at the recital. I oh, think that's what he's go. telling us. There you yes, go. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, I bet, is there is there a market for? Adult dance classes? I mean, absolutely. I mean, outside, I know that this yeah. studio has the salsa stuff, but I'm saying traditional dance. Absolutely. I mean, I taught for years uh, adult classes at Atlanta Ballet, and we had a great just group of people that we'd see each, you know, every Tuesday night you get together, and it became, you know, almost like your second family. Um, I've, I'm working on getting an adult class started here, but it'd be more like a stretch and strengthen. I think some people get a little nervous at the thought of, putting on pink tights and yeah. doing ballet, which I understand. No one wants to well, do I mean, that. Well, if they grew up taking dance, it'd be one thing. But right. someone, a fat slob like me, <laughs> no. you know. But the the, the stretching Absolutely. And, and so all I, that. I'm trying to put that on. I'm trying to get through a few maybe, things. Maybe, Twirling maybe, toddlers got to launch first. But maybe, then adults in March. Maybe can, partner with, like, a chiropractor who offers, you know, those kind of services. Hey, and now... I mean, my brain always goes yeah. to how do you market, who do you go after? Well, and I just know a lot of people are like me. You're your mom, you drop your kids off at, at carpool or wherever, and then, and then you want to play. So I had this idea in my head of we need like an after carpool sweat would be the name of the class, where, you know, we do some stretching, we do some cardio, we do some light weights, and, and then we cool down. And I think that just lets everybody, the one thing I love about dance, when you do anything like that, you can't worry about anything else in your life because you've got to focus on what's my right hand doing, my left hand doing, what's going on. If you're on the treadmill, your head just keeps worrying about whatever was in your mind beforehand. So I think, I think moms and dads need something like that. Or not falling off the treadmill. Exactly. Well, if you ever get an adult thing, I'm going to commit Eric and I to coming Perfect. to your adult class. I will do it. And uh, six, six months from now, we'll, I'll bring my girl in. We'll, we'll, get, uh, we'll get David from Carter Law to come in Perfect. a little tutu. Yes. <laughs> we could easily get... I'll wear, him in a tutu. I'll wear a tutu You'll does. wear a tutu? If he does. All, all three of us will wear yeah. tutus. Absolutely. All right. We've got a photo opportunity. Book, booked right here on Between Two Trains. It's too, too good. Van, David, <laughs> and Eric in tutus. So, But we've come out of time. I appreciate it. I know you mentioned the website and all that, but why don't you go over how people can reach out to you if sure, they want to participate. Sure, thank you. It's balanceatl.com. Um, and I'm Laura Ham. I'm the founder. Would love to talk to anybody. Or you can email me at info at balanceatl.com. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. and uh, Thank you for having me. Eric, you know, the format has changed, so we're not going to come. I know I would at this point say to our listeners, we'll see you in two weeks for another episode of Between Two Trains, but we're not going to do that. We're just going to bring you episodes from time to time, and it may be tomorrow or it may be three weeks from now. So stay tuned for the next episode of Between Two Trains. You know what they say about cliffhangers. Cliffhangers.